0: Hello and welcome to episode 80 of The Pen Addict on 5x5, a weekly show where we discuss pens, paper, and the analog tools that we love so dearly. My name is Mike Hurley, and I am joined by the crown prince of the sewing machine, Mr. Brad Dowdy.
1: That's right. I've got a new uh, new venture ahead of me. I'm going to be a, a master seamster, uh, like my my partner Jeffrey at Knock. So yes, I, I'm, I'm getting some work done behind the machine this weekend. It was pretty cool. We had a good time... Uh, Good time working on the cases this weekend, so uh, it's going well.
0: So excited!
1: I know, I know. Ah. They're looking good too. They're looking real good. And uh, I, I still didn't even come home with a sample for myself. We're just trying to, we're trying to get it done. <laughs> I can't <laughs> believe that. Were you just not doing anything all day?
0: Could you no, not sneak no, no, no. We out made there? lots
1: there? no, we made lots of cases. It was just, just you know, I don't want to. I don't need one yet. Customers <laughs> come a, first, the don't
0: they, Brad? The customer comes first. That's right. That's
1: right. So I'm still using like my phase one prototype. (laughs) So yeah, it's going going real good. We've got a crazy show coming up today. Loads of of
0: little stuff.
1: Loads of little stuff. And it's actually a bunch of stuff that right after our episode ended last week, I feel like I've been like hanging on to a lot of these topics for since the towards the end of last week. So um, but they're still still pertinent today. Of course, it was just lots of things. I wanted to talk about, and it's I don't know, it may not even be like a normal episode for us, but I guess it kind of is. We just talk about anything that that comes across our screens, and um, you know, unfortunately, we'll start it out with uh, the mm, I won't say bad news, but uh, little questionable uh, questionable topic that we've covered here before the visionaire pin on Kickstarter. Um, Mike, just for I didn't check with you beforehand, were you still a backer of this?
0: project yeah yeah i'm i yeah. i'm all in on it just yeah, simply because of as i've mentioned before you know for people that have uh, um I'll, I'll throw into the show notes maybe some of the episodes where we gave a little backstory on this Yeah,
1: yeah. so definitely check those out and i was going to mention that in the i, the, I don't have the episodes in front of me but they're actually in the we talk about it like a couple of weeks in a row and just talk about I had a lot of concerns about the origins of the pen design, feeling that it was, you know, probably a very inexpensively made Chinese pen um, that you could get for just a few dollars, and... It blew up on Kickstarter. I think he's selling them for thirty-seven dollars each. Um, there, would, I felt that there wasn't anything original in the design; that it was just pulled pretty much off the shelf of a Chinese manufacturer, and n- absolutely nothing inherently wrong with that, except that you're overpaying by about thirty dollars for this pen. That was my. That's pretty much the complaint in a nutshell. Um, So, you know, we addressed those things. We talked about a lot of those things. And, you know, we discussed how the pen you're going to get is probably going to be just fine. It's just that the – it's kind of – I felt that it went against, you know, the spirit of Kickstarter and that it's really not any type of new new design. And it's basically just a resell of an existing, you know, mass market Chinese fountain pen. Um, So we left it at that, you know, a couple months ago. Well, now it's come out. Um, that on alibaba.com which is, it's a huge website, you can find anything on there Um, that the Visionaire I mean it's not called the Visionaire but the exact Visionaire pin is showing up on there um, for purchase from different Chinese manufacturers and you can get them for as cheap as a dollar. So that was brought up to Morgan who is the founder of the the Visionaire Kickstarter project, the Creator. Um, and as Morgan is wont to do in my dealings with him in the past and his public answers, um, he talks a lot without answering any questions. And I thought it was pretty telling this time that um, there, there were a couple points uh, you know I wanted to, to, to point out that he his, in his response number one, he didn't deny that that was the visionaire pin at all. I thought that was very telling that he didn't he never said, that's not this pen. Here's why. You know, he said his answer was, and which was the obvious answer and the answer that I knew was going to come was, well, they knocked me off. They took my design and now they're selling it. You know, this Chinese manufacturer is selling it um and they stole my design. And is and he and saying
0: that, this in the comments? Is that where
1: Yeah. Right. Yeah, he's got a comment I think I'll link to that specific comment. Um, so basically he was saying how he can't, you know, prevent other people from counterfeiting his design, blah blah blah, and he can't afford to, you know to go after him and things like that, which that's the obvious answer, right? I mean, that's the answer that I expected. Of course, that's what happened, Morgan. They stole your design, and now they're selling it as a one dollar pen. One dollar. Um, yeah. Well, actually eighty-five cents if you get um you know, the right the right quantity.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh what's going on? <laughs> so How um, how
1: like convinced are you though? That it's the same pen? Yeah. Ninety nine percent. Hmm. I want you to look. I put in a new link. So, okay, so what happened was this came out and everyone was linking to this page on Alibaba showing this pen and this manufacturer offering up this pen, the exact pen, you know, in black and the chrome and everything like that. Well, yesterday that link went down, which is interesting. Um, what does I that imagine, say? Huh?
0: What does that say? What does what say? The fact that the link went down, like, I th- on what side is that?
1: It was the link that everyone was passing around that yeah. was involved in the project, saying, "Hey, this is the this is the visionaire. This is the visionaire." Well, now that link's gone. So yeah, I I think it's I don't think it was a fluke. Put it that way. But if if
0: he if it is the same pen and Morgan doesn't have the rights to own it then how like how could he have it taken down like what i'm trying to say is dealing
1: with the manufacturer he's like look you guys are looking bad you guys are making me look bad he could pay them he could pay them so much more money to take that down like one of the things that bothers me about his kickstarter project is he keeps finding all this extra money to do these other special things like packaging and a different converter and new ink cartridges.
0: Have you, I mean, this sounds so bad. Maybe I shouldn't say this, but I'm going to anyway. Have you seen what they look like? These extra things that he's doing?
1: Yeah, no. Yeah. You look, I mean, none of the, all the design is, is terrible. Well, no, I mean, well, part of it is number one, he's saying, look, I'm putting all this money back in. To the project well that's because he has about a dollar per pin in there and he's made you know that, <laughs> that leaves him lots of extra money and the extra add-ons like someone made a comment in the, the comment saying oh he's upgraded the packaging and he's given us extra ink cartridges and he redid the converter like if you added up the cost for all three thing, all three of those things it's probably less than a dollar to get those and mass produced total
0: Okay, so, but the Alibaba page has been pulled down, so, so I that can't one's pulled see it. down
1: so now people have found it. you know, I took screenshots of it the other day because I anticipated that would happen, so I linked to the screenshots of i I took, but you don't even have to anymore because there's a I couldn't find the cash copy of it, but someone's found that, and now someone says, if you just go over to Alibaba and search l y one two zero it just it's everywhere, so that link I put in, I want you to look at that link.
0: Okay, it's in Italian, which is interesting.
1: Yeah. Well, not even that link. Skip that one.
0: Oh, skip the cash one.
1: Yeah, because it's it's a, it's a lot huger page and shows lots of extra things. Go to the one I put in as LY120, and you tell me what you think of that pin and compare it to the Visionaire. So, okay,
0: let me open up the Visionaire page for comparison.
1: So I'll continue to talk while you look. You know, there's... Morgan, we talked about it. I I did text and email Morgan because I have talked to him before. He's never responded. Um, It's not surprising. And he has been, the the entire time of this Kickstarter project, I don't know that he's answered a direct question with a direct answer. Oh,
0: dear. Oh. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Should I be higher than 99%?
0: It's extremely similar, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, for God's sake. This is really bad. Like, if this is true... Okay, so he's got pictures of people in a factory making them. Mm -hmm. Which would kind of make sense, wouldn't it?
1: Yeah. Well, just, like, he's got pictures of him in the factory. He went flew over to the factory.
0: Yeah, I mean... mean it's this looks. So how much were they selling for? Because they've not got. Any, oh yeah, eighty five cents. <laughs> Wait, there's eighty five cents four piece. I assume it means eighty five cents each if you buy four. I think so. I hope. I really hope so, because <laughs> if it's eighty five cents for four of them, because they've got they're showing like a bunch of pens on the page. Right. And one of them is a fountain pen, which looks exceedingly similar. (laughs) Like really, really, really similar.
1: Yeah, I think it's beyond similar. I mean, I think it's dead on. Uh, Like we found when we were looking at it before, we found some that we thought were close. But we know I knew we never found the exact one. This is the exact one. I'm fairly confident in saying that.
0: I mean, do you remember when we were talking before about we were using and trying to avoid the word scam? Yeah. Because you're still getting the money. Mm-hmm. This seems like a scam.
1: Yeah. I, I hate that word.
0: yes, you are getting, you are buying a product and receiving a product, but the markup is mm-hmm. incredible
1: right right I mean no wonder he's been able to fly over there to the <clears throat> to the factory and you know it's, it's, he's put on a hell of a show and we said it from the beginning this guy is a marketing master
0: so the thing of people like um, compared the nib and stuff because I'm struggling to see that
1: yeah they don't have a, a, a dead on shot of the nib that I can tell from the oh.
0: Alibaba page
1: yeah, let me I don't know if I can get a bigger picture or I haven't looked enough to see if I can get a bigger picture of the shape of the, you know, the design on the nib. Well, I mean, all it says
0: is just iridium point, like it's not, you know.
1: Right now, yeah, it's a totally generic nib. I mean, and Morgan's admit that, but I don't know that it, I have seen a big enough blown up picture to see if it's like the exact same nib I'm wagering it is. I mean, it looks like it's got the same like 45 degree angle notch line. Um, you know, it's just got like a, a single line, like kind of like a V shape going towards the the opening in the middle of the nib, kind in of thing. In fairness, I mean, it
0: looks- the, the PDF that you provide, which is in the show notes that people can download, mm-hmm. does have a lot more detail in the images. Yeah, which are definitely these images are definitely more damning, mm-hmm. even more so. Yeah. Oh, Brad, what have I done? I mean, in all fairness, I would have cancelled this. If mm-hmm. we, and me, and you had just had this conversation, I would mm-hmm. have just cancelled this. But I simply need to receive this now. Yeah, f- for the reason of the fact that we have discussed it.
1: Well, and yeah, yeah, and that's cool. And what we said the first couple of times we talked about it is you're probably you're probably going to get just a perfectly fine functional pen. You know, you're not. You're prob- You may not have a problem with the pen. You may love the pen. It may write amazingly. It may be. One of your favorite pens, you know, you just overpaid by $30, right? Or yep. more.
0: This company, I mean, you've probably seen this, can make a million of these a month. Yeah. So he should have them all done pretty soon.
1: Yeah, yeah, no doubt.
0: I can't believe this. I mean, until now, people that have, you know, I've basically put in the show notes, which you can find at 5x5.tv slash penaddict slash 80 I've put in the three episodes where we spoke about it, and I think people that have listened to these or will go back and listen will see that I try had tried to like just you know say, "Oh, you're being you know you, you're overreacting." Basically, mm-hmm. was was my feeling on this was like you know you, this could be anything, but this, I mean, this can't look any different, any more similar,
1: right? and and the thing i worry about is the the backers who have bought this for their her, this is their first kickstarter pin experience and things like that and there's a lot of um i don't know there's there's two clear sides reading the comments in the visionaire kickstarter page there's ones that are are blindly following everything morgan says and and believe him 100% and there's the other side that says this is clearly questionable and it doesn't – nothing Nothing about this adds up whatsoever. So,
0: well, how can I get one of those?
1: I'm sure we can just order from Alibaba, I guess. I think – I don't know if there was a couple people might have mentioned that they might be ordering them. Um, I mean, can you buy – can, can you buy – Delivery, 20, 20, 25 days. I don't know what the minimum order is. Yeah, you see, I mean, that's that's oh, minimum it. order on this one page we're looking at. It's a thousand. Okay, so that's not going to work. Yeah, I don't want
0: a thousand of them. I mean, I could quite clearly easily afford it if they're right. eighty five cents a
1: piece, but right. I don't want a thousand of them. Well, <laughs> it looks like you just need to start a Kickstarter project. <laughs> <laughs> and you know yeah, when you get I mean, the pen just sketch out some designs with this great pen that you designed well, and uh,
0: I think I could probably start like an Indiegogo for 8 to yeah. to raise $850 to to pr- to disprove this
1: thing. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah. Man. But Mike they knocked him off.
0: Oh, I see what you're saying. I thought that you, <laughs> I thought you were giving another revelation. Yeah, I no. mean
1: the factory that break.
0: he seems to have gone to,
1: right? Yeah, they they tooled up. They tooled up to make these thousands of pins to knock off the Visionaire, right?
0: It certainly seemed that way. Mm-hmm. Oh, what is this man?
1: When they they can make ten thousand of these pins a week, yeah, they knocked him off, right?
0: <laughs> I'm now looking through the the backup pages to see if I can mm-hmm. find any images of the factory.
1: Yeah, that's on there. His he's got a. It's in the updates.
0: Yeah, that's where I'm looking. But
1: it's update. Damn, it's in here because I just saw it earlier. Yeah, I mean
0: I can see it now, but I mean it doesn't give anything away except for the fact that he's in a Chinese factory making some pens himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those images were a little strange to me anyway because it made it look like it was just a.
1: Oh, I thought it was a huge mistake.
0: It just looked like an assembly line, yep. which is totally not what I want. Like, nope. th- th- one of the images, there's like just a bucket of clips, yep. just a bucket of them. And I'm like, um, clearly more than 5,000 there.
1: Yeah. Why? I thought it was a huge mistake to post all these pictures well, from t- the factory.
0: You say he's a master of marketing. I don't think he is. and I don't know why you think that.
1: Well, the origination... When he was doing his video and everything, and yeah, got every, everyone drinking Kool Aid. Well, because Your I video could read the is, responses, awesome. I didn't. It wasn't believable to me. But reading the responses of people just going, "Oh my god, this is the best thing ever."
0: Yeah, it doesn't make sense to me. It doesn't make. It really doesn't make sense how he raised this much money. I know. Well, I, I have not. I don't know. I don't know how he did it.
1: All right. Yeah. So. Anyway, it doesn't look like this is over, unfortunately. I was hoping we wouldn't have to talk about it again, but it's a scandal. It's a scandal. Yeah, this is funny. In the big picture, if you think about it, we're like having conniptions over Kickstarter fountain pen projects. Who would ever thought, Mike, who would ever thought we'd be in episode 80 of the Pen Attic podcast? I know.
0: Well, it's like a chilling effect, though.
1: Like, I just think it, it just gives lots of things a bad, it gives, yeah. it leaves a bad taste in in my mouth and hopefully you know, people that are getting into this for the first time buying, there's so many people listed that they're buying, this is the first fountain pen they've ever bought and yada yada yep. yada I'm just hoping. Because
0: pens and paper are a staple of Kickstarter like mm-hmm. they are now you know, it's it's a great place for that type of stuff Right. I really don't want that I really don't want this to catch fire in in the mainstream, right? Which it very easily could, right? Because you know, you, you sites like you know, like the Next Web, um, TechCrunch would cover this if it turned out that this was true. Right. Like, this is a story for them. Guy raises three hundred eighty thousand dollars on Kickstarter for, for a product that cost him two thousand dollars to make, to, like to make enough have shipped. Because right. he o- he only has to fulfill five thousand of these, and we've just found out you can get a thousand of them for eight hundred and fifty dollars. <laughs> so, that is an incredible amount of money. Hang on. Yep. So eight hundred and fifty times by five, it's four thousand two hundred and fifty dollars.
1: Mm-hmm. So
0: he's made what three hundred and something thousand dollars of this? Yeah, I was
1: it three twenty six? Three twenty four.
0: <laughs> So yeah, before taxes, yeah. three hundred twenty thousand. Well, hey, hey, hey,
1: hey, hey, he's putting a lot back into the packaging. Oh yeah, and no, the extra you're right. ink Cartridges <laughs> and the converter.
0: <laughs> what is going on? And he oh. flew
1: over to the factory. So this is these are expenses, Mike.
0: Yeah, I can see where <laughs> the three twenty went. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, he probably needs to buy some more, uh, some more drawing and dipping
1: ink for his pen anyway. Right. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That was so fun. Someone mentioned that. That was funny. (laughs) Oh, dear. All right. Should we talk about something that's going to make us a little bit more happy? Please do. Please do.
0: This episode is brought to you by the fine folks over at squarespace.com. They are the only one platform that make it fast and easy to create your own professional website or online portfolio for a free trial and 10% off your first purchase. Go to squarespace.com and use the offer code. Tallyho 11. There is no show that I do on this network that shows the versatility of Squarespace like The Pen Addict does. Because what you've got with us, with me and Brad, is two people that not only use Squarespace for our personal sites, so I have MikeHurley.net, Brad has The Pen Addict. So he has penaddict.com over there. But as well as that, Brad also has KnockCo, which we've mentioned before. You all know about this. It's not only the, the website and blog for his Kickstarter company. Well, his company that started for a Kickstarter, which is KnockCo. But it's also going to be the place that he's going to be selling all of his products through in the future. And both of us are able to put these sites online because of Squarespace. It's absolutely fantastic. The versatility of the platform and how easy things are made for you to be able to use, about how powerful they are, is unmatched. They have beautiful templates. They're award-winning and look absolutely fantastic. They have 24-7 customer support. It starts at just $8 a month, including a free domain name if you sign up for a year. You can integrate commerce with Squarespace Commerce. They have responsive design built right in. Everything is drag and drop. You just drag and drop around the pages to add content, and you've got rock-solid hosting. It looks fantastic on the front, fantastic on the back. I love it. Squarespace is awesome. I think you should try them out. I have no idea why you wouldn't have done it by now. You must be crazy because Squarespace is awesome. And let me tell you how you can be less crazy and go sign up for a Squarespace account. Go start a free trial. No credit card needed to do that. You can go and start building either your new web project or revamp your current re- web project over at Squarespace. And when you decide to sign up, don't forget to use the code TALLYHO11. That's T H T A L L Y H O one one It's going to get you 10% off your first purchase. It will also be showing your support for The Pen Addict and all of 5 by That is Squarespace. They give you everything that you need to create an exceptional website.
1: Excellent, sir. An excellent job by squarespace indeed all right, so on a changing the topic completely, but um still still a little bit of a i don 't want to say a downer topic, but I, I think there's some positivity to come out of it. There was a article I got sent a bunch of times last week on nPR um, there was a radio spot, and then they they have the article on the online um the the title of the article is "No Room for Erasers" as technology deletes pen businesses. Hmm. Oh, that's such a that's such a Debbie Downer title.
0: I mean, I don't, I instantly don't believe it.
1: I know, I know, and it it was a little bit overly dramatic title. And you listen to the story, um, the audio is three minutes and forty nine seconds, but they actually cover it's pretty much um, the transcript in the in the written part of the of the audio. So if you don't want to listen to the audio, just read the written part. But basically, they're pointing out that the the old school brick and mortar pen shops are going away. And I don't think that's news to anyone um you know who's a regular fountain pen, you know, pen purchaser. Um there was well, news I mean, a few months ago where Art Brown in New York, which yep. is one of the one of the oldest stores around, it shut down and this article is about Daly's Pen Shop in Milwaukee um and they point out how um you know, business has dropped 50%. And, you know, because of all this new technology and smartphones and and everything like that. I mean, it's kind of, you know, it, it's nothing new or novel to anyone who's who's done this. But it was interesting to hear they talked to the owner of daily's pen shop. And my biggest question when they when they talked about it, uh, or talked to him was, well, how does the online business does the online business make up for any of this, and they just kind of glossed over it. And they said that it because I've ordered from Dailies online, and they have a really good they have a really good stock. Um, I think I ordered my Retro Fifty One. What was the what was the one with the knock? I always forget the name of that. Oh, one. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, whatever. You know, y'all know which one I'm we talking about. We had this a conversation yeah. on Twitter snapper, a few weeks ago.
0: Yeah, I remember what? a few weeks ago we were trying to have this conversation on Twitter between a bunch of us, and yeah, came to the conclusion that Retro Fifty One have
1: terrible naming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah maybe so anyway um, Daly's has a kind of a really good online business and that wasn't they weren't talking to this at all they're just talking about how his brick and mortar business is you know down 50% and he's had to move locations into a smaller location um, but it, I mean there's validity to the overall point but I think this is just like, you know, lots of businesses that, you know, this is never going to become an obsolete business. It's just the business model is going to have to change.
0: Well, yeah, that's just like all business these days. Right.
1: Right. So I didn't think this was like a super dramatic thing. I mean, I think Dailies is going to continue to be in business in some way, shape, or form. Hopefully, gosh, I hope so because I mean, it's a it's a well known name in in the fountain pen industry in the fountain pen business. But um, yeah, it was just bemoaning the fact of the the traditional brick and mortar is going in that you can't walk in and and you know speak to someone and and maybe necessarily handle the goods or. You know, have that conversation with someone about the about pens and things like that. So, anyway, I thought it was a good article. If if anyone hasn't seen it, it's definitely worth checking out, worth listening to. Um, I don't, uh, I I disagree with the with the the premise behind the 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 title of the the article because I think the pen business is doing pretty well. Is it you know as high as it was in its peak when you know there was no online and there was no smartphones? Well, of course not. But there's companies that are handling that in different ways now, and I think a lot of them would agree that business has been as strong as ever if you talk to a lot of our you know favorite vendors online like jet pens goulet pens, cult pens, all of these people, I think they're probably yeah, and I certainly don't know, but I would wager that they're doing pretty good you can just kinda you can just kind of tell from you know um. Uh, anecdotal information you can just pick up on it that you know things are going pretty good in the, in yeah. the pen industry I think I it's think just, it's a, because it's of just us. a different business model
0: it's totally because of us
1: oh it's absolutely we're going to uh, lay claim to all that yeah yeah to all the all the, yeah I better not say that I'm going to get some uh, nasty grams <laughs> <laughs> I've become that guy now <laughs> I'm like the bitter old man guy you said this and you shouldn't say that oh do you God, get those whatever. sort of emails sure yeah I do huh. I do. most of them are you know none of them are mean or anything, but it's just like you know i have I have lots of conversations, and uh hey, I just you know I tell people like it is, and that's it.
0: <laughs> but flying in the face of this,
1: yes, this has me excited beyond belief, and it's the complete antithesis of what we just talked about. Our friends Brian and Lisa Anderson from Anderson Pens are opening a brick-and-mortar store. Yeah, they are. So what does that tell you about (laughs) what they believe this business, what you can do in this business? They're moving from online to brick-and-mortar. I mean, obviously, the online component stays. Um, Brian and Lisa are the busiest people in show business. I do not know how they do it. They travel the entire fountain pen show circuit all across the country from their home in Wisconsin drive to all of these shows I mean drive from Wisconsin to Miami which is just I I don't want to ever make that drive in my life and this is what they do like every month sometimes twice a month they're traveling somewhere across the country to go to a pen show Brian still keeps his full-time job somehow They're opening a brick-and-mortar pen store in Appleton, Wisconsin, and they're just killing it. I mean, they are – we'll link to the show notes of their their progress of their their working on the space, and they've been doing some more updates. It looks like a cool space, Um, and I could not be happier for – Two of the nicest people you will ever meet in your life, and I'm so excited. Like I would give anything to like fly up there for their opening day. Just that's how much I believe in them. That's how much I support them, and that's how much I want this to succeed for them. And I think it will. Knowing them, the way those two work, and the way they treat people, and the way they act, um, uh, you know, with customers and the whole the fountain pen community as a whole. I can't say enough nice things uh, about them, and I'm, I'm jealous. I'm excited, and I'm thrilled, and I wish them all the best luck. So, I don't know how, uh, how this this topic, you know, superimposed with our last topic. You know, what are you to believe, right? And
0: they also have a podcast, which I'll put in the show notes. Yeah, the Anderson guys have another thing that they do. Yeah, they have a podcast too.
1: They have a podcast and uh, hopefully I will get uh, Brian and or Lisa on here one day. I think that would be uh
0: yes, that would
1: be excellent. They're they're uh, they good people. They're just, they're the best. And I wish them all the luck with this retail store. And like, I, I think it's just going to be cool. I mean, they know, they know this business. Um, you know, they have an understanding of what needs to be done to take care of their customers. And I think this will be just nothing but a success. So hopefully, uh, NPR, if you're paying attention, maybe you can go up there and uh, see why You know, this is not the end of the writing industry as we know it.
0: <laughs> what? There's a, there's a title in there, but it's, it's maybe too long. <laughs> not the end of the writing industry as we know it. So I have a request to the listeners of the show. So right. uh, I bought an, a new iPad today. Um, nice. A new iPad mini with the retina display. And I want a case um, for a pen addict. Uh, so basically, I want one of those, like I think they're called folio cases, like where it opens up, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think that's like, a good term for it. So it's like a book and it opens up. And then I have my iPad mini on one side, preferably the right side actually for me, but whatever, it doesn't matter. I could probably turn it upside down. Oh, that's true. Lefties, I could probably turn it upside down though. Mm. Actually no, I n- would probably need it to be on the right-hand side. Um and then ev- and then ideally I would like to be able to insert or like tuck in field a field notes book in there. Um really that's I would like to be able to put my field notes in there in some way. Even if it's mm. just one, right? Cuz it probably only fit one in there to be honest. Um yeah, probably just one. Uh, so maybe it slides in, you know, like you could you could tuck in the side, like how I was talking about with the the one star lever um, item from last week. Oh, bit of follow up on that. Keegan from One Star Lever said it, that I mean, this was I should have asked him. He will make the the pen loop larger if you need them. Oh, good. So if you're you were holding off last week because of what I was saying about you know I couldn't get some of my favorite pens in there, if you just tell him you need the pen loop to be larger. Maybe give him some dimensions if possible, he can do that.
1: Oh, that's great.
0: So uh, he emailed me to let me know. Well, he apologized, which I thought was ridiculous, but um, (laughs) he did that anyway because he's a nice guy. But I just thought that just popped in my head then. But yeah, so basically, I would like that, you know, so to be able to tuck a field notes in and maybe have like a pen loop as well. Mm -hmm. So basically, I mean, in this, if, if you've seen something that isn't exactly like what I described, but has, you know, some sort of cool notebook integration with a case that's kind of what i'm looking
1: for um, it, so- it sounds like you need a custom not co pen case <laughs>
0: <laughs> i did think of you actually but i was i was thinking this today. i was like maybe i could just get brad to do it but then we're, i we're, thought that it might take
1: a, a lot more work because you have yeah. to
0: have some sort of mechanism for keeping the ipad in place
1: yeah, we totally plan on on doing things like this. Yeah, um, we just you know not in a not in the timely fashion that you would need it.
0: No, I mean <laughs> but, if you can, uh, the, that'd be great. But you know,
1: yeah, these these types of products are on our radar, and we've had some you know initial discussions like about what we need and, and things like that. So, anyone who who says I wish I had a case for this, shoot us an email. And these are the type of things that we want to work on and the type of things that we're actually set up to do. Because so. there's just little things about
0: that, like securing the iPad into the case. Mm-hmm. That has to be flawless. Yep. Because if you don't do that and then I open it and my iPad falls onto the ground and smashes, I'm going to be very upset at Brad Dowdy. Yep. So, you know. that. So, yeah. Yep. If you've seen anything, guys, if you come across anything send me on twitter i'm at imike i-m-y-k-e I'd, i would love to, to hear about it and then i'll probably end up buying 40 of them and talking about it
1: <laughs> have you ever looked at the dodo cases i i have um i don't know if they're set up this way i that, that's my only guess off the top of my head to to look at
0: yeah i don't really like that this is a book
1: yeah thing. it's a different style I, i'll give you that i'm i'm not really a I mean you don't really need that you just need something with the iPad and then have a little bit of additional storage for your field notes.
0: In all honesty this is like pretty much exactly what I need. It's yeah. not but it's not field notes it's like their own notebook.
1: Mm mm-hmm.
0: Um so I mean that is something right so there's one. Yeah. But okay. ideally cuz then you end up buying the refills right and it's just Yeah, oh um, yeah
1: no I don't like uh, I don't
0: yeah ideally like what I'm looking for is um to be able to use my field notes like that is is, is number one mm-hmm. in all honesty because then I can just then they're independent I want the two things to be independent of each other okay. so the field notes and the iPad are still independent so if I want to take the field notes out and put it in my pocket like, you know, because then it becomes my notebook right um I mean sure that is an an option. Yeah. They do that's they a quite our, nice
1: looking one. I think our listeners will come up with something.
0: Yeah, I was going i I was going to talk about this on a on another show that I do called The Prompt which is more mm-hmm. Apple focused, but it hit me that these that our listeners on this show might actually come up with with better options for me simply because this is our realm because I want these very specific things. But I'm going to yep. start a document in our Google Drive so I'll put, I'll start putting those in there. Cool. So we so we can keep track and then we can uh hopefully that can be a segment on a on a later episode.
1: Yeah, that'd be good. I I think that would be useful.
0: So talking about segments, we haven't we have another sponsor, but it's a little bit different. So what I'm gonna do first is I'm gonna give the our listeners what our sponsor has provided us. But then we're gonna talk about it and I'm gonna set that up in a moment. So also sponsoring this episode, we are very pleased to have Doxy. Now, just, this is just released. The Doxy Flip is a new kind of scanner, not for going paperless, but for capturing your creativity in history anywhere. So Doxy, with the Doxy Flip, is a retake on the traditional flatbed scanners of the past with two twists. It's tiny. It's really small. It's about the size of a book, and it's battery-powered, so you can take it anywhere. And also the Doxy Flip flips over to allow you to capture old photo albums, books and pocket notebooks with a transparent scanning window underneath the scanner so you can see right through. So you can open up the flatbed and you can see right through to see what you're scanning so you can easily line it up and capture your photos or your notes. The Doxy Flip is perfect for field notes and moleskin notebooks, index cards and everything you thought you couldn't scan with a traditional sheet-fed Scanner Because Doxy, traditionally, they do like the sheet for stuff, so you put paper through and it goes goes through, it scans it. The Doxy Flip is now available for $149 from GetDoxy.com. And while supplies last, you can buy uh, from Doxy directly at GetDoxy.com. You're going to get a free limited edition Doxy Field Notes notebook with a textured French 80-pound cream quad tone cover. So that's what Doxy have given us. So go to GetDoxy.com. It's $149, but they also, they ship all over the world and they have different partners. Um, You can buy from Amazon in the UK, for example. Um, So if you're interested, like I'm sure you will be, go to getdoxy.com, but obviously you get that. Doxy Field Notes that we spoke about last week on the show. Um, Now, the reason I say this is very different is, first off, thank you so much to Doxy for sponsoring. You should definitely go and check this out. And now I want to tell you a little bit about why. So... We don't typically do this, but this product is the type of thing that me and Brad would talk about. And we were absolutely thrilled when Doxy sponsored. And they were also kind enough to send both me and Brad a Doxy flip. So we both have one. Um, Brad actually wrote a review about his on The Pan Addict. So I'm going to put that in the show notes too, so you can go and read Brad's thoughts about the flip. But I want to give some of my own personal experiences... Some of the things that I like about the product, too. Um, But, you know, I just wanted to make sure that people knew that. I mean, that was what the sponsor had had given us to talk about, um, which is all excellent stuff. And it really sort of sums up the product. But we do both have them and now I've used them personally. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to talk about it on the show.
1: Awesome. So, yeah, I want to hear you. You read my thoughts about it and Mm -hmm. I did some uh, test scans and you know kind of ran it through the gamut Um, ran through most of the features and things like that so you know some people probably read my review and and I'll talk about it some more but I kind of want to get your opinion because you and I have not talked about it one-on-one since since you've received yours
0: so uh, one of my favorite things about it like I was really surprised that it was actually independent of a computer like I was expecting I needed to plug it in Mm-hmm. Um because I received the flip without not really knowing anything about it. Um so that uh, that was really cool the fact that it was just independent. Um my f- I think my favorite thing about it is there's a little screen on the on the device that you use to like set like do settings and stuff. That's what I thought it was for. I just thought like mm-hmm. you would you, so you can change the DPI for example like you can I think it's like is it 300 and 600? That's right. Um, so, I changed mine to 600 dpi because why not? Yeah. But when it's scanning, it updates with a little preview image on the screen. Mm-hmm. The ti- it's like a tiny little screen. It's maybe like, like a three inch screen. Like a th- Oh, no. It's what, no, 1.5 inch. Sorry, 1.5 yeah. inch screen. Um, so, it's like a tiny little 1.5 inch screen and it like just updates with the image. So, as it's scanning my field notes, because obviously that's what I'm using it for, I'm now scanning all my field notes notebooks in. Um, it's, it's scanning them minute, and so I know I'm getting it right. I just mm-hmm. thought it was just cool, and it just gives you this preview. I'd like that. That was one of my other things. Um, it's really, really light, like super light. Like, I can't super believe light. how light it is. It, because the way I was doing it, like, I was sort of like just holding it in one hand, like holding it closed mm-hmm. so the notebook didn't slide out or whatever. So I was just holding it. That was cool. The image quality on the 600 DPI is just insane. Like mm-hmm. it, it scans it like to the images and you can create PDFs out of it. Um, I love that you can, so you can, you scan all of the images in it takes, it took me about, about 10 minutes to do an entire field notes. Like yeah, each, that sounds each, about right. each side. Um, then you, you plug it into your computer. I'll talk about that in a second. And you open the Doxy software and it shows all the scans. And you can highlight them all and then make them... You can, They've got a, a, a button that says staple. And it puts them together into a stack. So it puts it into one document. So it's like stapling the one book together. And then you can upload it to Dropbox and Evernote. And like all oh, this loads of other services. But that's where I'm putting it. So I'm putting it into Evernote and putting it into Dropbox. Which is just... That's exactly what I want. So like I've done it now with one notebook that I have, which is for like important ideas. And I'm gonna start now. Every time I finish a field notes, I'm just—it's just gonna be part of my process. We'll be scanning it in and then filing it, and and then it's like it's just available, and I can use stuff like Evernote and like maybe some other like OCR reading apps or whatever to make it searchable. Which is, mm. I mean, if I can get that, like, I, th- I was thinking about maybe like coupling it with, with a, a more advanced application because everybody knows how terrible my handwriting is. So I'm looking <laughs> at other stuff to like maybe to 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 do a better job than Evernote has been doing for me, because if I can get that searchable, that will blow it out of the water. I mean, I know you would have no problem with it, but the way that I write, it is actually bad and it's not very clear. So Evernote's not doing a great job of of finding it. Um, so that's just awesome that you can do that and you can save them as PDFs to those services. Um, the way that you get... So basically, everything gets saved onto an SD card on the device. And then I can just pop the SD card out and put it right into my MacBook. But something that I really liked is that they ship with a USB adapter in the box. So you can get this little USB adapter, and you can plug an SD card into it. So you don't need to have an SD card reader. That's thought that was really cool, because... And then there's no cables. So you have to have just, like, crazy, like, cable trailing all over the place. Um... That They were my experiences. I mean, I'm really, really happy. Like, it's filled a, it's filled a part of my paper workflow, notebook life, that was mm-hmm. missing. So I think we've spoken about this a bit in the past.
1: Yeah, definitely. I mean, I, I think it, it, it kind of completes that circle, right? To where, you know, people we've got to ask for practically this whole run of podcasts. What do you do with your notebooks when you're done? Well, now we, now we doxy flip them. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that, you know, I'll, I'll echo pretty much everything, what you said, you know, all those features are great. The things that impressed me the most were the size of the of the Doxy Flip. I mean, it is, it's so small and lightweight and easy to use. I mean, I was just sitting at my desk and just, you know, goofing off. I've, I had the best time just, sc- every time I'd scan a page of my notebook, I'd be like, oh, this is great. And, you know, and then by the time you get it, you know, put pop the SD card in, in, in my laptop and and use the staple feature to just put my notebook together I was like oh this is great everything it, it just there's other ways to do these things that in the end game gets you to the same place but this is so much easier and so much straightforward than you know taking pictures and you know with a camera or an iPhone and and editing in different ways and moving everything around this really streamlines the entire process like you said you did a whole Book in about 10 minutes, you know, give you a few more minutes to, um, you know, just to maybe edit them if you need to, and then staple it and ship it off to Evernote or Dropbox, and your notebook's there. I mean, in, you know, 15 minutes process, you know, you have this notebook saved digitally and searchably, um, depending on the services that you use, and um, it just really rounded out you know, my entire workflow for notebooks. So I've gone back and started scanning some of my other books now, um, that I've had in the past. I used to Mike, back when I started the pen addict and all these other work going through all these pen reviews and things like that. I used to throw my field notes away. I would fill one up, I would rip it up and throw it in the trash. And now I just regret that. And, uh, you know, so I don't have as many saved as, as I should. With um old information, and you know this is this is something that just really fulfills a need for me, and it is so cool and easy to use, and just the size of it it's just it just works and it, it gets it all done very simply and very easily i'm I'm ecstatic with it with mine so
0: I just you know it, it's just it, I now have a way to digitize my notebooks without either getting a huge scanner or like taking my notebooks apart. Because mm-hmm. that was the other way, right, was to get, like, a, yep. a a traditional doxy, pulling the staple out staples out and then feeding them through page by page. And right. I wouldn't want to do that. Plus, as well, like, it would be all out of order.
1: Right. Yeah, I wouldn't, like, I wouldn't, I would have never done that. I, I don't like tearing, you know, my books apart to, to capture them. And I wouldn't d- have done that. This... Is
0: a probably a very narrow, like a very niche thing here. But mm-hmm. if, if, if you are a person like me and haven't thought of this, so I had, I have, I tend to keep two notebooks with me at a time. Um, as I mentioned before, I have my sort of my daily field notes and my project field notes. Sometimes I forget to take them both with me, and I've had to make notes in the daily field notes, and I've ripped the pages out and slid them into the project notebook. I was able to scan those individual pages together and add them to the stack and staple them all together so it makes one consistent book. So now if you perfect. took notes across perfect. different books and you needed to relate those projects together, you could scan each individual page and turn it into one document.
1: That's exactly what I did. had oh, really? a Yeah, cool. I have a group of sketches for product sketches for Knock. Well, those end up in different notebooks over time. So I ended up, gathering all those up scanning them and then stapled them together as their one you know and collect collected them all together into one you know stapled file from in the doxy flip that's exactly what i did
0: so yeah perfect thank you look thank you to to them for sponsoring um and for being very kind to send us the the, the scan the, the scanners very very happy with with it and uh it's something that I would definitely buy. Yeah, <laughs> and I totally. I, and if you are interested in this, you should do it. So go to uh, getdoxy.com. That's the, that's the website where I've just said that. Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. Getdoxy.com. Um, and you can, you can either buy one directly or find out about them. And if you like the product, why don't you let them know you heard about it here. Tweet at them. They're at Doxy, which is
1: D-O-X-I. And they're very responsive too. They uh, they're they're pretty active on their on their social media, and they're uh, they always have a good time. So, and yeah. if you want good. one of
0: these special edition field notes, well, it's where you gotta go.
1: Yep. And they're forty eight pages, by the way. I butchered that. Yeah, last you did, week. didn't you? Uh, you I'm did. a, I'm a Moran. hmm
0: So, <laughs> talking about that. Mm-hmm. That. What's that? Is the pitch black. Oh nice. So I had my two packs come in. Uh it's just like this is like the perfect book, really. I mean it's exactly what we wanted. It's yep. a really nice black cover. Um very dark and mysterious. Mm. Uh dotted grid black staples. Yes. Yeah. I it's I a mean, whole box of just black staples. This it feels like for a. this feels almost too good. For a uh, standard edition.
1: Hmm. Interesting. You know, like, well, it, definitely.
0: it just feels like this could have been a, like, colors edition maybe, like, a year ago or something, you know, before they That's started a, being, like, really adventurous with them. Yeah. And it would have sold out, like, no one's business.
1: <laughs> yep, it would have, for sure.
0: And I agree with you. If you let a press, I reckon the only reason they have not let a press is cover. Well, probably two reasons. One is the cost, but also because then this and Raven's wing would be yep. indistinguishable.
1: Yep. For sure. For Full sure. Show. Well, good. I will get mine um, soon, hopefully, and uh, we'll test them out. Stuff. Um, I want to end this show on a very positive note. Um, there's a couple of things that Mike and I want to point out. That deserve your eyeballs and your clicks and your love. And the first of them is Cult Pins is doing a pens for kids promotion. And in the past, I've worked with pens for kids. Um, and I've kind of stopped um, for reasons unknown even to me. And I want to get back into it. So Cult Pens reached out to us, said they're doing this pens for kids promotion, and it's an awesome uh it's an awesome thing that they're doing where they're allowing you to order a pack of pens for uh one pound fifty cents. Pence. Pence. <laughs> yes. <laughs> one pound fifty is what I should say. There right. Yep. Yeah. One pound fifty where you can order uh what is this? A is this a 10 pack of pins? Yeah, it's a 10 pack of pens. You just order it through cult pens. You can order it individually. Just order the pens. You can order it. You can add it into your cart as, you know, just an add-on if you're buying other pens. And for every box of 10 pens that you order, cult pens will match another 10 pins. And then they ship this all to the Pins for Kids group who is basically what they do is they package up and then they ship or sometimes even bring these pens to uh, children in need in Africa. Um, it's been a very good experience the times that i've worked with them and i'm glad um cult Pens is getting involved in this and you know i've already ordered just some just some pens on my own i didn't order like any any stuff for myself i just went to the Pens for kids page put in the quantity that i want added it to the basket and bought them so they'll be you know sh- i've donated to this cause and and you know I, if y'all get a chance and if you order from cult Pens, think about adding one Add one to your to your order and you know cult pens will match that and uh you know they'll they'll ship a big big batch of pens off to pens for kids and uh help these kids that uh that need these writing utensils.
0: Seems like a no brainer to me. Look, the amount of money that we spend on this stuff, if you're at cult pens, just add just add a box to your car. It's one pound fifty. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna buy a couple now, I think.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I bought some on uh, Monday and they sent me a nice note and it's easy. Like if, if you're in the U S there's a, you know, it goes through the process just for anyone who had questions about it it goes through the process and it puts ship, a, a shipping charge like you're ordering the pins but the charge doesn't go through they back it out and they send you an email saying hey you know we appreciate your order we backed out the shipping charge here's the final here's the final cost just for the cost of the pins and we re- really appreciate your support so that's that's how it works when I when I ordered mine yesterday so it's a very very cool idea And uh, good luck to cult pens. And uh, hopefully this will be a recurring thing. So this will be good. Yep. The second thing is with the huge, huge catastrophic storm that hit the Philippines. um, I know I've got a lot of readers from that area. Um, I follow a lot of people in that area um, of the world that got, got devastated in this storm. And one of the best... People online in the pen community is uh, a woman by the name of Lee Reyes. Y'all have probably heard me talk about her because I rave about her pen collection and her artwork and her drawing and everything all the time. She's got an awesome pen collection. And she is in the Philippines. She's in Manila. Luckily for her, she was, you know, spared the brunt of the storm. But being um, in the Philippines, she wanted to do something to help support the. Um, all the people who are displaced and and all the devastation that that took place because of the hurricane. Mm -hmm. So what she's doing is she is starting um, on her blog, she's doing Pins for Aid, a charity auction to raise money for Typhoon Haiyan victims. So she started putting out some of her collection on her site where she's going to sell some of these pins, sell some pins and I think 100% – of the selling price goes to the Philippine red cross. Wow. So y'all need to check this out. Um, I've already put in some bids. I've got an outbid. I'll have to see if I need to need to up it. Um, but she's got two out there that are live now. And I think there's going to be more coming. Um, so one pins, uh, let's see, what's this one? An early, uh, more safety with a flexible fine nibs already at $200. And the one I bid on was a platinum shoji, um, Which is already at three hundred and twenty-five dollars. So, you know, this is something that um, you know affects us all when this this type of devastation happens. So, if you're looking for a good way to help with the cause, check out Lee's site, and we'll have all the links in the show notes. And she's doing an awesome thing, um, basically putting her collection up, uh, some parts of her collection, and donating all the funds to the uh, Philippine Red Cross relief effort. So. That is wonderful, and I told her I would uh she didn't ask me to to put this on here, but it it was a no brainer that I was gonna do it
0: It's like a perfect twofer.
1: yep, yep, so check those things out um it's things uh as our friend Patrick Roan says things we believe in mm-hmm. and we want we wanna support those things, so I think that's it for us mate
0: sounds good to me, sir, All right, so if you'd like to get in touch with us. There's a few ways that you can do that. You can go and you can go to penaddict.com. That's where you're going to find Brad. And he is at dowdy, D-O-W-D-Y on Twitter. And I am imike, I-M-Y-K-E. And uh, other than that, Brad, I think that we will be back next week.
1: We certainly will.
0: Brilliant. Thanks so much for listening to episode 80 of the Pen Addict. Oh If you need the show notes, that's 5x5.tv slash penaddict slash 8 Until then, say goodbye, Brad.
1: Goodbye, Brad.